Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio, simply glorious. In spreading the gospel to the world, we have designed a streaming radio broadcast for every believer. This word, worship, and witness-filled broadcast streams live every week. Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day. Subscribe to our iTunes podcast and take UGR wherever you go. Visit us online at urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Also find us at twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory and like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast. Praise the Lord. Good evening. Thank you for listening to the broadcast tonight. This is LeVon Breland, and I'm delighted to be able to share with you the Word of God systematically. We're going to vastly approach the Scripture. I'm going to um, ask that you get a notebook out and um, take notes as quickly as possible. Is that somebody else? Praise the Lord. As I get confirmation... So, um, again, this is systematic teaching of the Word of God for 25 minutes. We're going to study on a new subject entitled Discovering the Prophetic. Now, you get two lessons in one, so I'm going to go very (coughs) rapid through the lesson, but I assure you that if you follow me, you'll have no problems in the Word of God tonight. And I pray that you have an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say to, let's pray and not delay. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, that this is the day that you have made me rejoice and are glad. Thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit, who is the educator and guide, to give me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought, as I make manifold known the wisdom of God, Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do, anoint the people's ears to hear to the church. And then, Father, in everything that shall be accomplished, and in everything that shall be revealed, we're going to be discussing a new lesson today entitled Discovering the Prophetic. God has empowered us to see things like he sees, but the way he does it is by and through his precious gift entitled the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that enables us to live the Christian life. It is the Holy Spirit that introduces us to the things of God. It is the Holy Spirit that reveals us his intelligence. The Holy Spirit is the intelligence of God. And so as we discuss the word of God today systematically, we're going to be dealing with the term entitled the prophetic. So get your notebooks out and let's invite the Holy Spirit. We've already invited the Holy Spirit to help us in this teaching. Well, let's continue on this vein. One of the things that I always say is that the prophetic is not a biblical-based scriptural term. What do I mean? Although it describes a biblical approach to living, a biblical approach to an attribute of God, it is not a scriptural created word or terminology. 
It is a term that is associated with Christianity. It is a term that is associated with Christianity, but it is not found anywhere in Scripture. But its context, it can be depicted by occurrences in the Scripture. And that's very important to know when you go and present yourself with a word or an idea, that it always has a biblical worldview or a basis in the Scripture for its validity. And if it doesn't have that validation of Scripture, then it is, it is very important that you build a, a, a perception about the term uh, from a place of reverence as to how to appropriately apply it to the Scripture. So the word prophetic in the context of this teaching is a realm that is a culture that is committed to apprehending the voice of God and actualizing the revealed plans of God. By the Spirit, I was impressed to say, uh, to write, that it is the Holy Spirit that inspires us and informs us. And let me read it to you directly so you can have it. That the prophetic identifies the voice of God. It interprets the agenda of God. It inspires the prophets of God by the operation of the Spirit of God. Let me say that again so that you have it. The prophetic identifies the voice of God. It interprets the agenda of God. It inspires the prophets of God by the Spirit of God, the operation of the Spirit of God, so the plans of God can be actualized. So it is a realm or a culture that is committed to apprehending the voice of God and actualizing his revealed plans. You know, the scriptures uh, let us know that there is no prophecy, which is the act of releasing a prophecy or the, or the act of releasing a word from God of the scripture that came out of a prophet's own interpretation of things. So we're not just reading and developing an appreciation of the authors of the scripture. For the prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets or men through human, uh, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. This is the English translation of Second Peter chapter one verses twenty and twenty-one. And so this is our foundation. What we're doing is awakening adventures of the prophetic only through a consecrated conviction advanced in, 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 a, in special times of prayer. We are acknowledging the inward strength that settles not just for superficial Christianity, but relies upon deep calling unto deep. And then we have to appreciate the power of God and the ability to pray and gain access to the lifestyle of grace and faith. We are also actively advancing our knowledge on revelation that comes through aggressive discipleship so that we can alter our lives through sacrifice. Now, that is how the interest of the perfected is developed. We awaken, we acknowledge, we appreciate, we become addictively advanced and alter ourselves sacrificially so that peace, so that the will of God can be done. It is the goal of, of the prophetic to release 
the, 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 the intent of God to us that creates a culture. Through faith, we understand that the, a culture of faith. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. And so that acknowledges that, that there must be a set of learnings that we must go after. And those, those learnings can be uh, coined in, in five areas. One is polygamia. Now, these are theological terms, and this is the, this is the acknowledgement of studying how we come to the knowledge of the nature of God and how we study the things of God uh, systematically. You'll hear me say that all the time. It is the first principles, prolegomenia. Let me pro, prolegomenia. Let me spell it for you. P r o l e g o m e n a. It is the first principles or essential doctrine. Then theological anthropology: how man is with God, how man is without God, how man is with God's spirit, how man is without God's spirit. Then it's Christology: what Jesus is all about. Then it's pneumatology, the study of the Holy Spirit and its effect on humanity. And then there's eschatology, a central, um, uh, 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 eternal entities um, of the before and after life and the study of the end times. So these are, these are teachings that, that help shape uh, and give advancement to us apprehending and understanding what it means to be prophetic. Amen? Now, when that is said, then we need to understand what the prophetic is not, what the prophetic is not. And, and when I teach this part, a lot of times people say, well, that's new. It really isn't new, but because there has not been pro- it has not been properly taught, there, um, this may seem new. But take note, because I, want, I believe that this will help you prevent a lot of misfortunate encounters due to people's immaturity, all right? Now, what, is, what the prophetic is not, number one, it is not a license to operate in the supernatural or to exercise gifts. The only thing that authorizes you to operate in supernatural gifts is the sanctioning from a supernatural God, which is the Holy Spirit. Then it's, it's number two, it is not a, a, a locked access or a spiritual portal for special Christians. Although everybody cannot obtain the prophetic, it is not locked for those that are just prophetic. Amen. And we'll get a little bit into that in a second. But I want you to know that it's not a locked access or spiritual portal for special Christians. That is not what it is. Number two, it is not a language that gives interpretation for speaking in tongues. The prophetic is not a language that gives interpretation for speaking in tongues. The prophetic is an adjective that depicts the moving of the Holy Spirit, which inspires of the, the, the moving and the manifestation of the Spirit. But it is not just a language that gives the interpretation of speaking in tongues. And it is not a, license, or, or not a leap of faith offering spiritual hypothesis. So you don't just jump out on faith to say that you are operating in the prophetic. Fifthly, it is not a list of spiritual forces that addresses or awakens dead forces. So 
So this is not, the prophetic is not a combating arena for you to, to, to fight Satan. It is not spiritual warfare. And I know that many times because a lot of things have been said and done in the name of the prophetic, um, uh, we can get distorted on what's really taking place. But we need to make certain that we have a basis to do what we do based on the scripture. Where do you see anybody that's depicted as prophetic ever just interpreting tongues or taking guesses without having validation from the spirit? Where do you see the body body of Christ uh, being limited to those in the in the New Testament? Where do you see them being limited to uh, people having locked access? You don't see that or a license to operate. What do you see where people went around talking about because I have a prophetic gift, I can do such and such? There was never a time that that was the case, and it never should be. So we must we must develop an appreciation for that, for this. And in order for that appreciation to be realized and, and real in our life, we must challenge the perceptions around the prophetic and do what thus saith the Lord for real. Now, oh, hallelujah. Now, the prophetic is a coin phrase depicting what it takes, what takes place during a divine moment in time, in our time with God. It is the primary function of communicating God's word to his people. And it is never swayed by any other exterior authority or shape by other personalities or opinions, but rather delivered as a message solely from God, given by him to his people by his spirit. Now, the prophetic, and I'm going somewhere, the prophetic demands that we become a lover of the truth. Anytime you acquaint yourself with the Holy Spirit, the first attribute that you should adapt to is the spirit of truth and not of error. The Holy Spirit is all about the truth. He's all about gaining a working knowledge of the truth. It is the, he, is the, it, he is the nature of the intelligence behind God's motives, God's methods, and God's means. Now, the prophetic isn't released to everyone. Now, here's where we get back into my discussion, because I said to you that it's not locked to a special group of special Christians, but it's not released to everyone. But rather, that, uh, it is given to them that are disciples in Christ. They're devoted to the integrity of the scripture, and they're diligent to align themselves to be attentive to the direction of the Holy Spirit. God used several methods to transmit his thoughts to the prophetic. And that's where we'll close tonight. Let me give you the five areas in which he did. Number one is writings. God used the method of writing uh, specifically to, to Moses to reveal to Moses the Ten Commandments in Exodus thirty-one eighteen. 
And it was in those that he gave moral laws, ethical laws, spiritual laws, convictions and conduct, characteristics that you should adapt to because you identify yourself as his followers. And then another way is through oral communication through angelic visitation. For example, God used an angel to instruct Moses about the message that he was to deliver to Pharaoh of Egypt in Exodus chapter 3, verses 2 through 4 and 10. And when the the precise wording was crucial, God directed the angels to dictate his message as he did when he told Moses, write down these words because in accordance with these words, I'm making a covenant with you and with Israel, Exodus 34, verse 27. The third way God communicates is through visions. And these were sometimes given to the, to the prophets to awake them to full consciousness. According to Isaiah 1.1, Habakkuk 1.1, Luke 9, 28-36, Revelation 1.10, these were vivid, uh, uh, vivid demonstrations of visions and times that were to come conveyed in trances, dreams, and revelations. Visions. You see this in Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 11, Acts chapter 22, Daniel chapter 7, uh, Acts chapter 16. These are all illustrations of of visions being in effect. The last one is the most one, the most convenient way that God not using, then we'll pick it up next time. And that is mental guidance. Mental guidance. Um, God guided, guides us through thoughts concerning the prophetic to convey his message. This is a sense of biblical interpretation. All scriptures are inspired of God, given uh, or given God breathed or given inspiration. Second Timothy three sixteen, God used the Holy Spirit. It was an active force to breathe His ideas into the minds of His servants, and this was a message where God, uh, God um, raised the emphasis of His word, just like He did in Second Samuel chapter twenty three one and two. Why am I saying this? God uses these methods to us through uh, uh, inward witness, which is also a mental guidance, visions, angelic visitation and writing, so that we can, we can have a sense of the timing and the agenda and the planning of God. So it's not just to, and, and it's all about God. It's all about his agenda, not our personal book. Um, ambition, not our means to try to achieve our goals. Our goals are one thing, God's goals are another. And we have to be able to become selfless in, in his, in his uh, to submit to his plans wholeheartedly so that we can become what God wants us to become. Now, in doing that, the interest, I talked about awakening, acknowledging, and appreciating but I, I want to talk about how the prophetic is revealed. The prophetic is revealed in, in three basic ways, and this is where we get this, the, the meat of our lesson. When we begin to discover the prophetic, we see 
that revelation knowledge is absolutely essential to the life of the believer. The words of the page must leap off the page to convictions in our hearts, and that is by an, an exp- uh, 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 access and an avenue that comes solely by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. See, faith worketh by love. God is love. God seeks for those who worship him to worship him in spirit and in truth. So the spirit of God will operate out of his love. But we must be always ever mindful and always ever conscious that, that it is faith that pleases God. And so when we are awakened to faith, we have a foundation for the knowledge of God, which is studying the word of God to show ourselves. We have functional spirit, spiritual disciplines for, his, for the Holy Spirit to lead us. See, if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. So we always awaken to way of faith so we can align to foundation, so we can function, but then we can have a framework of God's endeavors through the capacity of love. And what do I mean by that? When God can trust you with his affairs, he'll have no problem supplying you with your desires. Because he trusts you, you can develop a foundation and function in the same quality or the way of faith which he has intended for you to live. Secondly, he's accelerated that lifestyle through the prayer of faith. The Bible says, call upon the elders of the church, let them anoint you with oil, and the prayer of faith shall raise them up. So what does that mean? That's the that's that's power of agreement in, in the lives of recognizing authority and other people that are vital to you existing in authority and qualities that only God can give. It is the acceleration of the prayer of faith that causes us to focus on the consecration life, fine-tune our spiritual he- hearing, and then emphasize the importance of having fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And lastly, but not leastly, we have to awaken an adventurous press to the journey with the Holy Spirit. We've got a journey with the Holy Spirit. What do I mean by that? We have to have an ambition to serve. We have to acknowledge the lordship factor of serving God through sanctification. And we have to avail ourselves through sacrifice. Because sometimes we may just be starting point, but God has the last say. And for God we live, and for God we die. See, those are the messages that we must talk about when we talk about the prophetic. It is a sacrificial, selfless, sacrifice, and we commit to uphold God's word and to align and ascribe to his methods, means, and motives by his word, maintaining integrity of heart so that way others can look on us and say, I can see God's word effectuating their lives so that I want those same qualities to be in my life and to God. Be all the glory. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. Have a great 